Today is Tuesday, July 26, 2022. My name is Frank Kraft, and you are listening to Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms is a daily podcast designed to give us a simple and steady diet of God's Word and to help us all be better prepared to receive God's Word on Sunday morning. Today's text comes from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11. The Word of the Lord says this, Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. So let's just dive on in. Uh, Here we're continuing this idea of purity uh, and kind of talking through different verses that point to, uh, like Peter says here, abstaining from the passions of the flesh. And there's just a few key phrases that I just want to just kind of touch on uh, today. The first is, beloved, I urge you. Now, this is a uh, a word that is included because in the Greek, there is a verb tense that's called an imperative. And when a a verb is in the imperative, that means it's a command. That means it's an order. That means it's an instruction from the writer to the reader that's expected to be obeyed, to be adhered to, to be followed. Uh, And it it comes with kind of an emphasis uh, and a tone behind it that is, again, has that tone of command, you know, like a military command when you say, like, attention or salute. It's like, boom, you you obey it. You, You follow this command. And that's typically reserved by the phrase urge or I appeal. Like Romans 12, he says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, to present your lives as living sacrifices. There's typically one of those kind of more, uh, you know, phrases that are added to that sentence to convey this idea of urging or pleading or appealing where it's a, I'm com- it's a command. But that's not always the case. There's some times where it's just uh, presented as a very, uh, as a verb, as an action verb. Uh, but here we have, I urge you as sterners or exiles, to abstain from the passions of the flesh. So the second thing is abstaining from the passions of the flesh. This means to avoid, to to um, to remove that from yourself. Uh, and so what are the passions of the flesh? Well, Peter doesn't list these here, but they're listed in other places like Ephesians, Galatians 5, uh, in 1 Corinthians and in Romans, where you, you see phrases or words like sexual immorality, impurity, covetousness, which is idolatry, worshiping things and desiring things above God. Uh, you've also got greed, selfishness, um, divisions or rivalries or strife or gossip or slander. Um, you've also got crude joking or foolish talk. These are things that are listed uh, several times in in, uh, in Scripture that are uh, seen as being fruits of the flesh. So, you know, we've got the fruit of the Spirit, which is like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So those are fruits of the Spirit. So when you're sowing those that fruit, then you're reaping good, you know, right? And then if you're sowing selfishness or greed or anger or strife or division or jealousy or covetousness, these are things where when we, you know, bear that fruit, when we sow that fruit, we're, we're committing sin. We're, uh, you know, we're feeding the flesh. This is fruit of the flesh. And so Paul is saying, abstain from those. And remember, this is a command. He, so he's saying, fight those things. Like we must actively be pursuing, um, uh, you know, to abstain and to remove those things and to not be involved in those things in our lives. And this is something that is, again, not optional because it's a command. And typically when things are in the imperative, when they're seen as commands, that means that it's interpreted as God through the Holy Spirit, inspired the apostles to write these scriptures, and has now spoken to us directly and said, this is your command. So this is Peter speaking to, um, obviously, the believers uh, in the first century, uh, most likely in Rome, or outside of Rome. But we, uh, uh, but now he's speaking to us, and it's God saying to us, 
do this. Do not abstain from these things. Do not be known for being covetousness or do not be known for stirring up strife or anger. Do not be known for causing division and frustration or greed or selfishness or sexual immorality. These are things that are not to be named among you, as Paul said it. And so he then goes on to say this phrase that I think is consistent all through Scripture and, again, helps us. This is one reason why it's a foundational verse. It helps us rightly think through how we should see our lives. He says, "...the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul." This is very similar. This is kind of the Peter version of what Paul says in Galatians 5, where he says, the desires of the flesh are contrary to the desires of the spirit. There's a a war going on, and there's a war going on in our hearts. This is why, again, it is not easy to spend our time reading the scriptures. It's not easy to pray or pray with our spouse or to lead our kids in Bible study. It's not easy for us to bear that fruit of the spirit oftentimes. And it's because we are in this constant battle, but because we are in this battle, God has provided everything we need. And this is why we have these things like the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, or the shield of faith, or the breastplate of righteousness. You know, these are things that God has provided for us that we may wage this war. And it's a necessary war that we must wage. And so we're being reminded today by 1 Peter chapter 2 that, hey, we are to um, be abstaining from the passions of the flesh, that we are to be not characterized by selfishness or greed uh, or covetousness or strife, but instead we are to be discern, uh, de, you know, described as having fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, and, and so on. And in, because we are waging war against our flesh, we are waging war against um, you know, the, the, the spirit of this world and our sinful nature, and if we want to continue to breathe life into our soul, if we want to continue to be pure so that we may see God, we have to actively fight. And this is not optional. And the, Again, the best ways to do that is to spend time uh, reading Scripture, praying, but also just spending time with believers and talking about it and sharing our struggles and then spending time in prayer where we talk about these struggles with God and we ask God to give us grace to repent of, like maybe it's our fits of anger or our fits of jealousy or our discontentment or covetousness, whatever it is. Uh, We actively fight against those things, and we obey the command that God gives us here in 1 Peter. So I appreciate you for listening. Thank you very much. I hope you uh, see you again next time.